Hey everybody, welcome to Central in Janesville, the sermon podcast for the Janesville campus of Central Christian Church. Today we've got a short devotional podcast to go along with our regular Sunday sermon podcast. This is your campus pastor, Kellen Anderson. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me for today's devotional. Uh, you know, one of my favorite scenes from my favorite tri- trilogy of movies is Lord of the Rings. Uh, and it's this scene where Gandalf, he's fighting this horrible Balrog and he, he pounds his staff down the ground and he says, you shall not pass. And uh, it just gives me chills every time I, I see it. Uh, but one of the wisest things that you can learn in this life is that this moment shall pass. What's, what's something in your life that you felt like was never going to pass? It was never going to end. Uh, for me, uh, going through rehab on an ACL reconstruction surgery, that felt like it was just going to go on forever. Uh, the last four miles of a marathon um, literally feels like you're going to die before you get there. Uh, the diaper stage uh, with my daughters, I felt like I was going to be changing diapers for the rest of my life. Having to put them in car seats every single time you got in the car, uh, man, when those days ended, it was so glorious. But in the moment, it felt like it was never going to pass. And there's a great truth that I, I really, really want you to be able to grasp today. No matter how difficult or insignificant your life may look or feel right now, this moment will pass. There will be a brighter tomorrow. And this really is simply season one in, in your life. Uh, one character from the Bible that had, it, had a pretty bad moment in season one was someone that most of us he- have heard about. His name is David. David was a small kid. But that didn't stop God from choosing him to be a great king. And one day God sends this prophet named Samuel to meet this small shepherd and he anoints him to be the next king. And after this moment, uh, David gets pretty tight with the current king, Saul. And he served him as his personal armor bearer. And anytime Saul was upset, David would play music to calm him down. And of course, many of us are are aware and familiar of the story of David and Goliath uh, with a, a simple stone and a sling. He, and with God on his side, David brings down Israel's biggest enemy. And after Saul then dies in battle, the day finally comes where King David becomes king. Um, and then there's this woman named Bathsheba, and she's a woman who played a major role in the story of King David. Bathsheba's name actually meant daughter of the oath. Um, she married a great warrior named Uriah, uh, who was one of the Hittites. And Uriah wasn't just any warrior. He was one of David's mighty men, uh, 37 of the strongest warriors that there were. We learn also in scripture that Uriah's home was close to David's palace, which meant that the two were actually particularly close. And what happens next though, it, it really puts David in a bad light. These two people, David and Bathsheba, they do something really bad. Second Samuel 11:1 1 says, Then it happened in the spring at the time when the kings go out to the battle that David sent Joab and his servants with him in all Israel and they destroyed the sons of Ammon and besieged Rabbah. Uh, But David stayed at Jerusalem. That that is the very root right there, that last sentence of David's problems. We find a king who wasn't where he belonged. If David had been where he belonged, which was on the battlefield, Uh, where the king is supposed to be, instead of hanging around the palace looking for pretty women, this whole instant would have never happened. 2 Samuel 11, 2-4 then says, Now when evening came, David arose from his bed and, and walked around on the roof of the king's house. And from the roof he saw a woman bathing. And the woman was very beautiful in appearance. So David sent and inquired about the woman. And one said, Is this not Bathsheba, the, the daughter of 
Eliam, the, the wife of Uriah the Hittite. And David sent messengers and, and took her. And when she came to him, he lay with her. And when she had purified herself from uncleanness, she returned to her house. David messed up badly. And as usual, the consequences uh, of sin were extreme. 2 Samuel 11, 5, the woman conceived and she sent and told David that she said, I am pregnant. This is a big oops in his life. Uh, David hadn't planned on this possibility. And David, demonstrating that he was just like the rest of us, he went with his first instinct. He tried to cover up his sin and shift the responsibility to somebody else. Long story short, he has Uriah come home from the battlefield, likely telling him that he, he had a secret mission for him or something. But really, he just hoped that Uriah would come home, sleep with his wife Bathsheba, and then everyone would assume that this baby that she was pregnant with was actually Uriah's, not David's. Quite the devious plan. But Uriah wouldn't do that as long as his men were out at war. And so David devised a worse plan. He sent Uriah to the front lines to be killed. David thought that this whole incident was covered. The only living person who knew the entire truth and could testify against him was Bathsheba. And her silence was probably motivated by maybe even a fear of her own, for her own life. All of the biases, uh, all of his bases were covered. And, and so he thought that, that he was going to be okay, but he overlooked one small detail. You can't hide your heart from God. 2 Samuel 12, 1 through 6. Then the Lord sent Nathan to David. And he came to him and said, there were two men in one city, uh, the one rich and the other poor. The rich man had a great many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing except one little ewe lamb, which he brought and nourished, bought and nourished. And it grew up together with him and his children. It would eat of his bread and drink of his cup and, and lie in his bosom and was like a daughter to him. Now a traveler came to the rich man and he was unwilling to take from his own flock or his own herd, to prepare for the wayfarer who had come to him. Rather, he took the poor man's ewe lamb uh, and prepared it for the man who had come to him. Then David's anger burned greatly against the man, and he said to Nathan, as, as the Lord lives, surely the man who has done this deserves to die. He must make restitution for the lamb fourfold, because he did this thing and had no compassion. And then Nathan said to David, you are the man. Uh, it's important to understand the dynamic of this situation. Nathan literally risked his life bringing this accusation before the king that he was, in fact, this bad dude that from this, this parable that he told. But to his credit, David confessed in verse 13. Then David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. David confessed his sin and he expected to die for, because of it. But it's, it's when we're truly honest with God that we find his mercy and grace. The second part of that verse was said that Nathan said to David, the Lord has also, also has taken away your sin. You shall not die. David moved into season two of his life with God's grace because David was repentant and he learned his lesson. We can learn from David's story. God is, he's just getting started with us. God is no, not so much concerned with what you've done, but he's concerned with, where you are going, right now, right here, what are you doing and where are you going? You obviously have sinned. There are times where you are David in the story and you mess up really bad and you are that person. You, we've all pun pushed God away and we've all failed. 
But will you respond like David did? Will you repent? Will you fight for the season two of your life, even after failure? There is nothing that you could do that's so bad that God won't forgive you and, and set you right once again. Before you do anything else today, is there something in your life that you need to repent of and let God bring healing and restoration to your life? Right now is the best time to open up to God about whatever that is. Let's pray together. Uh, Lord, you know uh, that throughout the course of my life, uh, there have been incredible mistakes. God, I thank you that even in the face of my failures, you are calling me to yourself, that, that you forgive and that you allow me to, to start another season of my life, uh, to go from this place and, and, and to be repentant and to live a different way. God, I pray that you'd help every one of us uh, to understand what that area in our life maybe is right now that we need, we need to repent of, that we need to give over to, that we need to let you change us. God, I pray that you'd bring the kind of change to our lives today that we need. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, thanks everybody. Hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast from Central and Janesville. Be sure to subscribe to the Central and Janesville podcast to keep up to date with each of our teachings. Thanks.